Do you believe in Bigfoot? Maybe the Loch Ness Monster? How about the supernatural? Today we explore the spirits and haunted tales of paranormal encounters in Louisiana. So get ready for a haunting episode of Destination Louisiana. Welcome to Destination Louisiana, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the wonders of Louisiana. From exciting events and festivals to intriguing myths and legends. Join us today as we explore another fascinating Louisiana destination. Bonjour mes amis, I'm Robbie. Hi y'all, I'm Wendy. Hey guys, Big D here. Hey everybody, uh, this is producer Big D. Uh, thank y'all for coming to our uh, first episode of this podcast. Uh, Robbie, Wendy, and I live in Louisiana, and uh, we love traveling, seeing you know all kinds of stuff. So, oh. <laughs> what's wrong with you, Wendy? Well, my crazy dog decided to wake up at three o'clock in the morning again, yeah. barking at the door. I know. I, saw I that think she's doing. seeing something. I'm not sure. Well, it's probably a possibility because uh, she has been waking us all up, and at two, three o'clock in the morning, I think she sees something too. Could she? It could be some kind of spirit of some kind, or, or I don't know, something. I don't know, but she keeps me up. Or maybe she's just hungry. I don't oh, know. No, 3 o'clock in the morning, every morning? Well, I get up at 3, but it's a whole nother ball game. Well, so. we don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but, I'm, I, maybe, you know, our guest today that's going to be coming on a little bit later on might be able to answer those questions. I don't know, but I'm tired, and my dog just kept me up all I, night. I just think you're always tired myself. <laughs> no, it's a Lulu. She just no. keeps me up all night. You want to say something, Lulu? She don't say nothing. She mm. just barks when she sees or hears something different or odd. She'll wake up. She'll jump out the bed, and then she'll come back up. She's been then... hiding under the bed. Yeah, she has been hiding yeah. under the bed lately. I don't know why. What's wrong what's, with you? Like, she's scared. Kiss. She sees something. What's I don't know what's you? going on. All these kisses yeah. today. But we'll, we'll, we'll maybe yeah. uh, be able to get some answers today after uh, we she's speak with our guests. She's going to sleep all day. She ain't going to tell us nothing. She's going to sleep all day. That's well, no, okay. but I'm talking about our <laughs> guests <laughs> that are coming in today. Maybe but they might be able Lulu. to answer. Yes, this is called Destination Lulu. Ah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, Lulu is in Louisiana. Lulu, Lulu? Louisiana, Lulu. Lulu is the bomb, man. Lulu sees us. She's just an awesome. But we love we love dog. talking about Louisiana for sure, and and all the destinations that there is to see around here in the states of good old Louisiana. Yeah. But uh, you know, being this is our first episode, this is going to be fun to talk about these certain things that we have. Mm-hmm. In fact. In this house, I know for a fact that there has been many spirits here before because I've had friends of mine come here and do certain little rituals to find out about if there was spirits here or not, including a priest. Yeah. And yeah, there, there has been. We've taken pictures. There's been orbs in here before, but supposedly it have been gone. But now all of a sudden it seems like they're popping up again, according to Lulu and according to my wife saying that she can't right. sleep. Three o'clock every morning? Come on, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe 2.59? Don't they usually say something like between the hours of 3 and 5 in the morning, that is when spirits come out or the ghosts come out or something and, you know, you're restless. I I know I've been finding myself restless between the hours of 3 and 5 also, too. So, I I don't know. Maybe it is. Yeah, we'll see. But it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, stay tuned after the interview. Uh, we have uh, something extra for you. And Lulu will be always involved. Yes, Lulu will. My Lulu. All righty. 
From the bayous to the haunted plantations, we'll explore the tales of spirits that linger in the Pelican State. So buckle up, it's time to meet Louisiana Spirits. With us today are two members of Louisiana Spirits, Marcy Lee and case manager Melinda. Thank you for joining us today and sharing your adventures with everyone. So first of all, please let our listeners know who you are and how you're associated with Louisiana Spirits. Uh, my name is Marcy Lee and I'm the state director of Louisiana Spirits. Um, I run all of the chapters throughout Louisiana. I am Melinda Bro. I am the case manager for the Acadiana chapter of Louisiana Spirits. Thank you. Um, so, so what you you know what got y'all interested in ghost hunting? I mean, I've been interested my whole life. Uh, as a child, I had several experiences that, um, in a child's mind, you can't rationalize or understand. Uh, and then, as I got older, um, I started to understand a lot more. So that's what drew me to it. And then. I actually took a class with Louisiana Spirits through UL's Potpourri years ago, early 2000s, and um, loved every minute of it and actually asked after the class, hey, what do you have to do to join? And they said, well, we're looking for members right now, so um, I joined. Oh, wow. That's cool. I, I went to UL and I learned about that too also as well, so that was pretty interesting to, to know that you did that. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the scariest or uh, most memorable experience that you've had while ghost hunting? Go ahead, Melinda. I would have to say um, the Centerville Inn in Centerville. This is my favorite. Um, I was upstairs by myself in one of the bedrooms, and I was doing an EVP session by myself, just talking, just talking and, and recording. And one of the questions was, what's your name? And at the time, you don't hear anything, but later on when I was listening, very faintly, you could hear in the background a Southern woman saying, Georgia. And that just, hmm. it just made it so real. You know, when you get right. a name, even though you don't see the person, you hear their name, it's, it's an incredible experience. Yeah, that's really cool. I have so many experiences that I would take up the whole podcast. <laughs> um, but I would say I would say one of my favorite um, experiences that uh, I guess kind of shocked me because I've done this a long time and when you get touched, no matter how long you've done it, it's strange mm -hmm. knowing that you got touched and there's you don't see anything. Right. Uh, we were at the Saint um, Saint Landry Parish Courthouse in Opelousas, which is extremely active, and we were on the third floor, which was the old jail, mm -hmm. and Melinda and Michelle and I were at one end of the jail and we were just sitting there asking questions and the mail meter went off which has a rim pod on it so it started to go off and right about that same time we all three saw a small blue light that seemed to come from one side of the wall right in front of us and go into the bookcase and I had just said hey if you're here let us know you're here do something and let us know all of that goes off, and then in the back of my arm, I got poked really hard. Wow. Now, of course, it startled me, and mm -hmm. I said a few words. Mm -hmm. And then I looked around, because, you know, the next thing is, okay, I had to have hit something. Right. I was sitting in a chair with nothing behind me. 
So um, at that point, I said, well, great. Thank you for letting me know you're here, but we would prefer that you don't touch us. Mm -hmm. Let us know another way that you're here. So that was probably a, a, one of my most memorable experiences. Nice. So we did receive a question from someone, and, and they wanted to know uh, what location you think had the most paranormal activity. But I think you already almost answered that, right? Well, I have three top ten. I mean, three um, in my top five, I guess, that are from this area. And uh, the first would definitely be, be the St. Landry Parish Courthouse. Mm -hmm. Every time we've gone, we've had activity. Uh, the last time we went, we had a female scream inside the courthouse that we actually caught on our recorders. Wow. We heard it, and we caught it, which is great. That's cool. Um, we just did the Centerville Steamboat Inn yesterday. That's my second favorite. I absolutely love that beautiful antebellum home. It's very active, and the owners are amazing. And um, I think my third would probably be a toss-up between Vermilionville and uh, Acadian Village. I like both of those for different reasons. Right, right. Melinda? I like all of those, too, but I also like Destrahan. Yes. I enjoy De Destrahan. The Myrtles is really has its popularity because not because they have more ghosts than any other place it's just that they publicized it so much and it's right. been on so many TV shows Correct. and so many things um, but I guarantee you if I stayed at the Myrtles I would probably just be as excited as I am to stay at the Centerville Inn right, right. you know it's it's activity yeah you know I, I've been to the Myrtles Plantation once before and I thought it was, you know, I thought that they had some activity there because I went to the restroom right before we went to the the tour and uh, someone, I thought, came inside and turned the lights off in the, bit, in the bathroom. So I was like, ha that's funny, you know? And then when I went back outside, I went back to the car to see my girlfriend and I said, that's funny, you went and turned off the lights. And she says, no, I've been right here all this time. So I don't know why or how come the lights went off. She said she never saw anyone go in or out the bathroom, just me. So I don't know if that was just a fluke or what, you know. So, but it's interesting, you know. Yeah, and again, I think you know, a lot of these places have just as much activity, if not more than than each other. I guess you could say. It's just that how much are they publicized? Yeah. You know, how much do people get the word out about right. those places? So how, how do you approach investigating a haunted location? Well, we do private investigations as well as public investigations. Uh, clients, homeowners will contact us um, if they're having any activity, want us to come in and reassure them that everything's okay, or if they don't want to coexist with whatever's there, uh, we'll help them get assistance to remove, uh, help the spirits pass on. Mm -hmm. Um, the public investigations we go out and hunt for. We contact just every place we can get a hold of and uh, try to get in to investigate because we not only do this for the uh, private citizens, we also just love ghost hunting. So right. the more opportunities we have, the better. Right. right. What type of equipment that you'll use during the investigation? Oh, we have a ton of equipment. Um, K2 meters, rim pods, trip wires, um, mail meters, full spectrum camera. Full spectrum camera. We have the night, um, 
the uh, binoculars, the um, night vision binoculars. Yes. Okay. We also have our cameras set up, our video cameras that, that run. Yes. So pretty much what you see like on TV when you watch all these other ghost hunters, y'all are using pretty much the same stuff? We use pretty much everything the same except we have one special member and her name is Boo Bell. Um, she is a very creepy old doll and she is a trigger object. So a lot of uh, investigators use what they call uh, Boo Bear mm -hmm. or Boo Buddy and it's a little stuffed bear. Okay. Um, and so I, I, you know, I was looking at that a few years ago and I said I want something different. So I contacted my tech manager at the time, Chance, and he built a lot of equipment for us before he passed away. And I said, Chance, this is what I want. I want a creepy doll, and I want her turned into a REM pod. Hmm. And he said, okay. So we found this small, creepy doll, and he inserted lights into her eyes and her hands and her feet. And he turned her into a REM pod for us. So um, I have never, and I watch a lot of paranormal shows, and I've never seen anything like her on any any shows. Mm -hmm. And she works just like a REM pod or just like the, uh, the bears you see. Anything that contact comes in contact or near her, she goes off. Oh, wow. She has an alarm, and so we use her often, and she's... One of our team members. That's cool. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I have one of these creepy dolls that my wife insisted on buying when we were at an estate sale. I can't stand her. You're welcome to have her anytime that you want because she's really creepy too. Also, she reminds me of the Annabelle doll. I think that's why <laughs> Wendy bought her. And one day she put her in our bedroom sitting down in the rocking chair. And I said, you got to take this doll out of here. You've got to get rid of her. I don't want her here. And I left and the next day... I come back and the doll is behind the rocker on her knees. And I kept hollering at Wendy. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, and she says, I'm not doing anything. I swear I'm not doing nothing. But little did I know that she really was, every time that I would leave the room, she would take the doll and move <laughs> the stupid thing somewhere else just to aggravate me, you know? So until finally I told her, I said, look, if you don't tell me the truth, I'm leaving. I'm out the door. I'm gone. But finally she did you know, acknowledge that it was just her just trying to pull a joke on me. I was like, yeah, it's funny. Great. You know, so. That's great. But uh, what advice do you give anybody who wants to, you know, start ghost hunting? Well, first of all, um, you have to be brave to do it, I guess you could say. Um, because you are sitting in a lot of locations that are dark mm -hmm. and quiet. And some of them are a little creepy. Um, you also have to have a lot of patience because ghost hunting can be like watching paint dry. Right. Um, you know, you cannot make a ghost perform on command. You can't say, we're here, it's time to get started. Right. Um, it's 3 a.m., it's time to get started. They're going to do what they're going to do when they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a lot of patience. You have to be, you have to have either crazy or brave <laughs> to do it. Um, I'm a little bold. And, you know, you just have to start saving up to build up your, your equipment that you use. So probably those three things, Melinda. I would suggest they attend some of our classes because we go through all of the equipment. We mm -hmm. teach them what it does. We actually let them use it. And they hunt with us. So they learn 
the proper way to approach it. Right. You know, we walk into a location, the first thing we do, we introduce ourselves. That's what you would do when you meet new people. That's right. We introduce ourselves and we start up a conversation. So it's a, it's a lot of doing it the right way. Right. And our team has been around since 2005. So we are actually one of the oldest, most professional teams in the state of Louisiana. And so, and again, we're throughout Louisiana. So anyone that comes to any of our classes or events are more than welcome to ask us any questions about ghost hunting. So you have some upcoming events I hear? What are they? Uh, yes, we do. Um, on October 27th um, at the Acadian Village, we'll be doing a class in ghost hunt. And on the 28th, we will be doing another class in ghost hunt in Abbeville. And that's in our series that we call Spirits of Main Street. We've already done one in New Iberia. And so we're going to do one in Abbeville. And we're keeping our fingers crossed for a new location that I'm currently working on. Um, so if anybody wants to attend any of these events, they can go on our Facebook page, which is Louisiana Spirits. We post all of our information there. Um, they also can email me at um, mlee at laspirits.com. Okay. And we do have a event in St. Landry Parish at the courthouse. Okay. And that will be January 20th. Uh, they can also check that out on our Facebook page and uh, or contact me for more information on that. And then in March, we do, we do have our first ever Cajun Country Paracon, mm, awesome. and that's going to be in New Iberia. Wow. And so we have several celebrities attending. Um, we have Sarah Lemos from Ghost of Morgan City nice. and Ghost Town Terror. And we have Jeremy Leonard, who was on 28 Days Haunted, and also on uh, Ghost of Morgan City. And we have Shane Pittman and Joshua Purvis attending also. And Shane Pittman has been on several several shows, uh, 28 Days Haunted, The Hoser Files, and then we also have several other celebrities as, as well as um, experts in with Bigfoot, aliens, the Rougarou. So we're really looking forward to that event. I think it's going to be huge and a a percentage of our proceeds are going to go to Angel Paws, which is the adoption center in New Iberia. Nice. Very good. And where is this going to be held again? It's going to be at the Sliman Theater, which is the Evangeline Theater, right. and the Bayou Tesh Museum right next door. Oh, okay. So we're currently looking for sponsors. Um, our highest sponsor will get to ghost hunt with some of our celebrities, and they'll have several perks as well with that sponsorship. Right. And admission at the door is $20 dollars. $20 dollars at the door. Okay. I, I do have a question I, I wanted to ask you earlier, and I, I'm going to jump to it right now. When you're doing these investigations, do you have any special rituals or any type of methods to protect yourselves from any negative or harmful spirits during your investigations? I don't have any rituals that I go through before. The only thing that I usually say when I leave is, if there's anybody that wants to follow me home, you're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not welcome to follow me home. You have to stay here. This is your place. Um, but I don't have any any specific rituals because I know that I'm just going in to visit with them. Right. You know. Because I notice that sometimes some people, you know, they'll say prayers or, you know, holy water. Sorry. There has been one place um, I was concerned about. Mm -hmm. I do wear a blessed medal. You do. 
And that was one time I did say some prayers before. Mm-hmm. Just because... I think we have a ghost in here. I think so. Just heard that. That was interesting. Something did Hello. Fall. Huh. Maybe they know that you're here. We had something that just fell in here. So there you go. It definitely came from that yeah. room right there. Yeah. So you see, I'm thinking. That's pretty interesting. I'm guessing one of my spirits has not left this house. If it's a nice one. I hope it is. <laughs> come join us. Yeah. Please come talk to us. I mean, you know, you're welcome. Sit next to Lulu and, and Wendy and... Come in and have a seat. (laughs) Sit next to Big D. (laughs) Even at the classes, we do tell, we tell everyone before you leave, you know, we thank the spirits for visiting with us, but make sure you tell them they have to stay here. Mm -hmm. They do not have permission to follow you home. Interesting. And, and again, it goes back to, I think people's perception of ghost hunting is, that all spirits are evil or demons or whatever you, you want to call it. Um, we have not had that experience, and we've done this a long time. I mean, that those kind of experiences are very rare. Right. Um, I, you know, I just look at it as they're people, like exactly. we are. Yeah, they once had a life like yeah, us. Yeah, they once had a life, and we yeah. go and visit with them, and we let them know that we acknowledge them and that they're there. And, and um, so I don't really feel like anybody wants to follow me home. Right. And I don't feel like anything's going to harm me while I'm there. We talked earlier, Big D and Wendy and I, earlier about, you know, sometimes between 3 and 5 in the morning, Lulu will start barking at the edge of our bed. Is there a reason? I told her, I said, sometimes they said, somebody claimed that between the hours of 3 and 5, that's the so-called witching hour. Is that such a thing? Or is it just no big deal? Or... Why well, would she be barking? it's interesting that you bring that up because we were just discussing that yesterday at Centerville Inn. Um, the witching hour has a lot of meanings, different meanings. But a lot of people think at that time is when the ghosts do their action. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually just the quietest time of the day, if you think about it, between 2.30 and 4.30. Mm-hmm. That's really the quietest part of the day. Right. And so if anything wants to manifest or if anything wants to be heard, that's the best time because it's quiet. Right. Um, the ghosts don't sit around looking at their watches, you know, saying, okay, at 3 a.m., guys, we need to start doing something. It, it, you know, it doesn't work that way. If there is a spirit in a location, it's there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday when we were at the Centerville Inn, we got there at 10 o'clock in the morning and... I went into the restroom, the downstairs restroom, and as I'm in the restroom, I hear footsteps above me on the second floor. So immediately, I ran out of the restroom, went upstairs, nothing up there, and I was one of three people there. The other two people were downstairs in the kitchen. So, you know, I can't say that the the ghosts are waiting till 3 a.m. My personal opinion is, it's just the quietest time of the day, so if somebody wants to be seen or heard, that's the best time to do it. All right, I got a question. Are ghosts really real? Yes, ghosts are absolutely real. Um, we have too much evidence, and we are we debunk everything. As a matter of fact, the team made me a t-shirt that says, The Debunking Queen. Oh, wow. Because I am so... 
just intense on debunking everything. Um, I, I want the spirits to prove to me that they're real and it's not environmental or electrical or anything else. So I will say that anything that we post um, on our Facebook page, um, we have gone through several times to absolutely figure out if something else could have caused that. So, and it's very difficult to debunk EVPs when you're the only one, like Melinda said, sitting in a room and there's nobody else in there and you catch a voice. Um, mm -hmm. It's very difficult to debunk that. Well, I wish you could maybe debunk and find out what fell in the bathroom just a while ago. So. Well, don't think that I wasn't about to go get a REM pod or something and, <laughs> that would and be head awesome. in there and find out what's going we'll, on. We'll have to figure that one out for sure. Maybe we might have to, you might have to come here one night and, and, and do our house too. We may have you know? to. Absolutely. That would be fun. Yeah, I'm sure there's something around here. So <laughs> so what other locations that you have done or you want to do? Go ahead, Melinda. Well, we've done, there was a museum in Opelousas we did. I forgot the name of it. Remember? I think it's just the city The Delta Museum. Grand. We've, we've done the Delta Grand. Yes. And Opelousas. Um, we've done the... We've the done speech. Victor's Cafeteria in yeah. Iberia. How was that? That was awesome. Really? That one That one was... We did that a couple of times, and that, that was an interesting location. We did the Estes Method in the back and had some amazing responses. Um, I think the biggest thing that shocked all of us was in the kitchen at the very top shelf is where they keep their silverware. Mm -hmm. And on top of the silverware is kind of like a pan that goes over An aluminum that. pan oh, yeah. to cover it. Um, right. Right. And so we were actually there investigating and uh, we were up in the dining area and we heard a loud noise. And I said, what was that? So we go back and there's the pan laying in um, on a cart. Oh, wow. So we had a camera running, mm -hmm. and we did catch the pan falling into or onto the cart. Um, we asked the manager, has that ever happened again? She said, that, that has been up there for years, and nothing, that has never happened. They've never found the pan on the floor. They've never seen the pan move. Um, so wow. that was a pretty interesting situation um, there. I, I think if I was there, I would ask them, can, can you make me some biscuits and gravy? Because that's probably my favorite over there. That's a, <laughs> the best place to eat breakfast. <laughs> the best part, Marcy and I have been there twice trying to figure out how that pan yes. right. failed. There's not enough space between the pan and the ceiling for it to flip. It had to be lifted straight yeah. up pulled out and dropped. Wow. Yeah. And, and another interesting, because we That's did crazy. go there several times after that investigation, not just for the breakfast, <laughs> but also to figure out what happened. And there's no way for the pan, like, like Melinda said, to just slide off because the container that the, the old silverware is in sticks up. The silverware sticks up. Right. So the pan goes over this and hooks on to like the knives and forks. 
So like she said, if the pan were to slide off, it wouldn't because it would get hung, mm -hmm. number one, on everything that's in there, and number two, it would catch itself on the ceiling because there's not much room. Mm -hmm. So really the only way, and we had one of our team members climb up on the counter to do it, and she had to lift the pan straight up, and then she had to pull it out oh, wow. for it to fall. So we don't know. We didn't catch that part because our camera, of course, was you know not in the exact location right. for for us to catch it lifting up. But we did catch it falling in onto the uh, the cart. So that one still has us baffled, and we did try to debunk that like several times and just could not do could it. Could not do it. Mm -mm. That's cool. No, but we've. We've been to several places. Uh, the Sliman Theater, the Evangelist Theater, we, we've had activity in there. We've had activity in the Bayou Tesh Museum, um, Essany. We've had a lot of activity that, the there. Essany Theater where IPAL yeah. is now. So New Iberia has a lot of activity. Opelousas has a lot of activity. Um, so far, what we've done in Abbeville, we've had activity. So uh, we're really excited about putting on the classes and putting on our spirits of Main Street because we love to share this with people. Right. Um, and have them experience things because, you know, you can tell somebody a million times something happens, but until they experience it themselves, mm -hmm. and we've had a lot of skeptics come to our classes and say, I just really don't believe this, but I'm here because my wife drugged me here or, right. you know, whatever. And then they leave saying, okay, somebody touched me or I saw that or I heard that. So... That's always fun, too. Right. So where can anyone find out more information about learning more about you guys? Well, we have a website, uh, louisianaspirits.com. Um, we have our Facebook page, which is Louisiana Spirits. And we also have a uh, TikTok um, channel, which is uh, Louisiana Spirits Paranormal. And Melinda, can you think of any of our... We also have a YouTube channel. Yes, our YouTube channel is youtube.com backslash at LA Spirits. And uh, we have several episodes on that that are really interesting. Uh, our latest episode is from Sunny Slope Plantation, which is a not very well-known area and um, very difficult to get into. But the investigators in our East Chapter investigated that place and they had a lot of activity. Uh, they also had a guest with them, um, Lillian Axe, uh, Blaze, yeah, from Lillian Axe. He, he, he uh, was with them during the investigation. That one's worth checking out. That was a great one. You know, they have all these haunted houses around here. Do you think that there's anything in these things, or is it just... My opinion is there's spirits everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I work with a lot of mediums, and the mediums have a gift that I definitely don't have but they are able to turn their gift off, they've told me, when they go into grocery stores or places like that because they get bombarded mm. with spirits. Uh, so I feel like spirits are everywhere. I mean, why wouldn't they be in a haunted house? Why wouldn't they be here in your bathroom? <laughs> right in my own bathroom. Um, yeah. You know, I just I feel like they're everywhere, so it's definitely a possibility, especially with the horror theme going on, you know, maybe, maybe so, I don't know. Well, like I said, I could stay here all day, but I know that, you know, producer Big D is telling me to wrap everything up. <laughs> Thank you, Big D. 
Um, but no, thank you again, Marcy and Melinda. We really appreciate it. We've enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, Robbie, that was an interesting conversation. It really was. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and like you said earlier to me, that you know we did not expect that they have this kind of ghost investigators around here in Acadiana, and you know I look forward to even joining one of their little ghost hunts. You know, I think so too. You know, I you know you see it on TV, and you think, oh, well, you have to go to a big city. You can do it right here in Acadiana. That's right. I That's totally agree, and I think it's great. I, I can't wait to do it. Yep. Me too. That was a good uh, good interview. It was. So, see you again uh, next time. We would like to thank our sponsors for today's episode, and that is Bork's Cajun Country Seasoning. Are you ready to take your taste buds on a Louisiana adventure? Try Bork's Cajun Country Seasoning, shake a little on your dish, and you know what's on it. Spice up your life and order yours today on Amazon and taste Louisiana in every bite. So if you think this podcast is over, well, you're wrong. We're giving you what we call in Louisiana a lanyap. That's right. The word of the month for this episode is lanyap. It's a Cajun French inspired noun that means a little extra. Often used to describe something good or free. So every month we'll be giving you a lanyap at the end of every episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Destination Louisiana. We hope you had a fantastic time exploring the wonders of our beloved state. Send us your comments. We love to hear from you. Check out our website at destinationlouisiana.us and on our social media to find out about future episodes.